Serve Scale Solar family. Oh my gosh. Today I have an amazing episode for you with Greg. He's a member of the Serve Scale Solar membership and he is our designated guy in there. And what I love about Greg is that today's episode, we are dropping so many value bombs because Greg was able to leave his corporate job. And in six months, he went from doing $4,500 a month on his online business to over $10,000 a month after leaving corporate America. And so today we're chatting all about what he did to prepare to leave his corporate job, making over six figures in order to be at home with his wife and two kids, how niching down and systematizing helped Greg scale his business, what crossing the $10,000 a month did for him and his family, and the mindset shifts that he had to take in order to scale his business. This one is so good. If you are listening and you're like, I really want to leave my nine to five, but I don't know how to make it happen. This is going to be the episode for you. If you are someone who's thinking that you want to bring home your spouse, or maybe you want to be home with your kids, then this is going to be the episode for you. And if you are wanting to scale to consistent $10,000 months, then this is going to be the episode for you. So I cannot wait for you to meet Greg and hear his incredible story. And so let's jump right on in. Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hello, SurfScale Store family. I am so excited to bring you my guest, Greg, today. And Greg is one of the members of the SurfScale Store membership. And I have just had the amazing privilege of not only getting to know Greg inside the membership, but also one of my favorite things is when I get to meet my members in person. And Greg not only lives in St. Pete, as I do, but we also got to meet at Podcast Movement, which was absolutely amazing. And now he is killing it in his business. He is hitting those amazing best months ever. And we will chat all about that. I don't want to give away any more surprises. I will let him tell you all that. But I do want to just say that this conversation today is going to be so incredible and I'm so excited to have Greg on the show. So thank you so much for being here and just tell our listeners a little bit about you as a person and then about your business. Thank you so much for having me, Brandy. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, my name is Greg Tosi. I'm a Facebook and ad strategist. I do launches, online courses, membership sites, and events. I've been in online business for the last four years and doing specifically Facebook ads for the last three. And I've been doing it in a full-time capacity for the last six months, just over six months. And I love my job. I'm grateful to do what I do. And it's been a fun uh, and great experience being a part of your program. And yeah, I'm just grateful to be here and chat with you today. Perfect. So now we know what you do for your business, but tell us who you are as a person. Well, I am a husband, a dad of two boys, uh, almost three. I've got a 14-month-old and I've got one on the way. So we've got you know, quite a few young kids here, but that's my favorite part about online business is being home, having breakfast and lunch with my wife and my boys, not sitting in rush hour traffic. Um, as you mentioned, I live here in St. Pete, Florida, where we don't have winter. Um, I love it here. love the ocean, love the outdoors. And uh, yeah, just grateful for, you know, the, the life that online business affords us and the opportunities that it affords us. Awesome. And one thing that I have loved is that through my journey and 
this online space is I found out that not something that I thought, but I am so grateful to have my husband home. I never thought that I would retire him. I never thought he would actually do it. And then now that he's home, I have found that I have a passion to help other people get to that point where I thought they would be bringing their husbands home. And then Greg, you came into the membership and it's so funny because we have all women and then Greg <laughs> and we all love Greg. But one of the things that I saw is like, it's not just a passion to help women bring both parents home, but like you are doing it as a dad and you get to be home every day with your wife and kids. And I think that's such an amazing gift. So I would love to chat about before we get into like the business side, you retired from your corporate job six months ago. So let's chat about what did that look like leading up to that? Like what was going through your mind? That's a big step for a lot of listeners. And I know a lot of listeners are on here and they want to leave that nine to five, but they don't know how to make that transition. Right. Well, I think, you know, a couple things we did kind of a unique approach. We're big Dave Ramsey fans, just to be honest. So, you know, I got married when I was 39. So I was, it was, you know, four years ago. So I got married late in life. But one of the things we did first was go through the Dave Ramsey plan and decide we're going to pay all our debt off. And so we were you know, able to do that, grateful to be able to do that. But as, you know, the date approached and, um, you know, this thought of quitting a, a, you know, a 20 year corporate career that paid low six, six figures, you know, as that got closer and closer, we said, what else can we do to kind of lower the risk and, you know, make that leap a little easier. So first thing we did is worked on saving an emergency fund for a year. So I know that's not possible for everybody, but we worked really hard to do that. But the other thing that I'm really excited to talk about that I don't hear people talk a lot about in this space is lower your cost of living or your standard of living a little bit. We got to the point where we could live on about $4,500. And I'll tell you, when I was employed in corporate and Kristen was employed at the hospital, um, we were living off of much more of that. We were living loose. So I think from a practical standpoint, if you can bring your standard of living down a little bit to prepare to be able to make that jump, because if you need to replace $5,000 a month in income, that's a lot easier than replacing a $10,000, you know, income lifestyle. And that applies so far beyond this. I mean, you know, it, it's just good and wise to live below your means. And there's great freedom there just in general in life. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things I'm big on. I talk about running a lean business and I don't talk so much about running like a lean life, but that is one thing that made Austin coming home way easier is that we're just not, we don't have like a ton of expenses each month because we just live below our means. And I think that that's definitely something that not only applies to your business, but your life. When you run a lean business, it makes decisions way easier because you have more money coming in, you can put it in savings. And I think that's exactly the same with life. So I love that, that you really planned and made it possible and those are great points. And now I want to talk about, okay, so six months out of corporate. And as we're recording this, it's six months out of corporate. You had a big, big milestone on that six month. And so I would love to chat about what that journey looked like in terms of, okay, so six months, you leave corporate. Now what's going on in your head? What services are you providing? And then what made it possible for you to have your best month ever? My first month out of corporate, you know, I was doing mainly Facebook ads, but I was, I was also taking on clients um, for some WordPress work for, gosh, various things, some email marketing, some landing page design, because, you know, frankly, I'm, I want to see that I'm hitting the numbers. You know, I've made a, a leap from a, you know, air quotes here, safe, secure corporate job. I want to make sure I'm hitting 
at the very least that $4,500, $5,000 mark, which is our, you know, kind of bare minimum, you know, milestone. Obviously we want to do much more than that, but the point being I'm taking on clients that are outside of, you know, just a specific area that I'm in. So, you know, that was good. The summer was really good. Uh, I progressed along that way. And then August hit and back to school and the revenue dropped down to 50% of what our goal was. And I kind of freaked out. And so, um, you know, that was a good lesson, but I think, you know, the, the thing that I learned this summer and I remember being frustrated, um, you know, out back working out, I was listening to Rick Mulready's podcast and I heard you on there, you know, and I thought, Oh my gosh, somebody who is saying you don't have to hire an agency to scale. Like it is against the grain of what everybody in our industry is saying. And I thought, Oh my gosh, could this be true? And it was refreshing. And so I immediately signed up for your program and joined that. And, you know, the summer was good with the exception of August, but I was still doing hashtag all the things like you say, and it's exhausting. So to, to try to stay proficient on, you know, WordPress, well, you know, Facebook ads alone is a full-time job, keeping up with all the changes and stuff, but to add WordPress and email marketing and landing page design and funnels into that, it's a recipe for, you know, mental overload and exhaustion. So I really, you know, embraced what you said in the program as far as niching down. And it's a scary thing to do. Even, you know, rewind three years, you know, when I first started doing online business, and this is something I see people getting hung up on um, to this day, I was doing course design, you know, email marketing, Facebook ads. And, and we think to ourselves that if we have more offerings, we can serve more people. And it's totally counterintuitive. When I finally, you know, niched down to Facebook ads, people started knowing who I am and what I'm known for. And I think that's the problem when we don't niche down people don't know who we are and what we're known for. We're kind of like the general store, the Swiss army knife of things. So back to this summer, as I start to go through your program and stuff, I niched down on Facebook ads, but the other thing was systems. Systems were killing me. I was leaking time like, like nobody's business. So to be able to standardize, you know, contracts and templates and systematize things, all of a sudden I'm, I've bought back probably 50% of my time, literally, because I'm the multitasking king and I've got systems on systems and I'm doing all kinds of crazy stuff. That's when things started to change. I niched down to just Facebook ads. You know, I figured out who my person is, the person I'm, I'm targeting for my business, my ideal customer avatar, whatever, and systematize things. And now it's continued to scale and grow and my stress levels and uh, are down and it's just been fantastic. I love that. And I think the big thing is that sometimes we get in this online space, at least I know we did, so we can have more time with our family. Like that's the goal is to have more time with our family. And what I found out and what it sounds like you are is you're spending so much time running a business that like that cuts into family time. And so when you do niche down, you systematize, you get so much time back, which means you get to spend more with your family. And that is the ultimate goal for a lot of us, especially the listeners of this podcast. And I think that that's so important that we're not thinking about it as, you know, like how many services can I provide, but instead how much time can I get back for my family? And so I love that you've been able to do that. So what did your highest month look like? Actually the fifth month, it was just over okay. 10,000 and I'm in a position to, to go well past that here pretty soon. So it's just, it's crazy. It blows my mind still. That's so exciting. So if you were listening and you were like, I cannot niche down, like this is not what I need to do. I need to offer all the things when you niche down, you go from doing 4,500 to over 10,000. And it's because your labels are focused. And like you said, when someone asks me what Greg does, I know it's Facebook ads. It's not like, oh, 
what does he do? Like he does a lot. It's, I know exactly what he does, which makes it way easier to refer people and things like that because he's laser focused on his services. And so now that you're having these five figure months, what has that done for your family and you? You know, when we first started out, we, we tightened the belt a little bit. We said, listen, let's, let's hope for the best, but let's do this in a way to where we give ourselves plenty of runway. We had planned to, to try out this online business thing for 12 months. And that's the kind of the, the proceeds that we had available because, you know, I've been working up to this for a long time. We wanted to make sure that I had a good chance to really give it a go before we, you know, said, okay, this didn't work. And I crawled back to corporate, <laughs> which wasn't going to happen. Um, but what it's done for us is, you know, we've, we've relaxed our, our budget a little bit, but we're starting to save, um, you know, for dreams that we have and start, you know, think about looking at a new house someday and, you know, just all the things we've kind of pushed off for a little while. You know, we live in a, a world of perpetual upgrades and, you know, bigger houses and this and that. And we've, we've held that at bay and we, we will for the most part, but to be exceeding my corporate salary, which I worked to slowly climb the ranks uh, for 20 years to exceed that on the fifth month. That's mind blowing. And yeah, it's, it's just freedom. It's excitement and it's options. I mean, it, it's amazing. I love that. And one of the things that I heard when I first started and it just stuck with me is that money doesn't change people. Money amplifies people. And so some of us are so afraid to make money because we're so afraid it will change us. What will that do? Does that mean we're going to want big houses and all this stuff? No, if that's not the stuff that you want now, it's probably not the stuff that you're going to want once you're making that. It just gives you more options. And so for our families, maybe that's for, I know my family, it's travel. It gives us more time together and we're able to do Disney and things like that. And we're able to donate to the causes that matter to us. And I think that that's one of the biggest holdups with some people is they think if they make more money, then it's going to change them. And instead it amplifies them. And so it seems like y'all are doing that. You're still sticking on the path that you had set out before, but now you just have a little bit more options, which makes life a whole lot easier. Yeah. We're having a ton of fun. You know, it's, we're just grateful. I mean, the thing I told somebody earlier is I've already been given the greatest gift and that's time to see my young sons grow up and time with my wife and count me a millionaire in that realm. And the rest is just icing because you know, I think people are truly after freedom in this life and having worked in corporate and I don't want to trash corporate. It's, it's, it's good. It's the right thing for some people, but I've also met a lot of people there who are miserable and don't like their jobs. And that might be that they're an entrepreneur at heart. Like I knew I was for a long time, or maybe they're not, maybe they're a marketing person and they're stuck in it like I was, but you know, people want freedom. I didn't want to be in rush hour, 45 minutes, twice a day when I've got two beautiful young boys growing up and a family here. And to me, this is freedom. So whether I have a $4,500 a month or a $20,000 a month next, next month, I'm just grateful and I'm freer than I've ever been. Oh, I love that. And this is one thing that I have decided that I'm going to spend more time talking about is that what does success look like to you? So it's not what does success look like to everyone else. And I think one of the things that we're so privileged in the online space is like, we actually define what success looks like for us. It's not like in corporate where you have to like 
it's based on if you're CEO or vice president or your title. And then in network marketing, which was what I did before, it was based on the car you drove, the jacket you wore, whatever. But in the online space, it's truly like we decide what success is to us. And this is something where I've been chasing revenue. I'm totally guilty of focusing on numbers. And now that 2020 is coming up, and as we record this, it will already be 2020. I've been thinking, what does success look like to me? And it's abundance, but it's not abundance in terms of revenue. It's abundance in time with my family, hugs from my daughter. Like that looks like success. And as long as my business is providing a life that brings joy and time with my family, that's a successful business. It's not based on the revenue. And I think that's one thing that we should all be talking about more is yes, you had that five figure month. That's incredible, but more so what is that doing for you and how does that bring success to you instead of us only focusing on the money? And it sounds like that's what y'all do anyway. And I just want more and more people to stop focusing on the revenue. I'm totally guilty of it, but it's not so much about the money. It's about what that's been able to create for my family and your family. And if you're listening, what that can create for your family. So I love that you are just living your best life right now. And so I know that we talked about the Facebook ads and how you niche down. So let's just talk about some of the challenges that you've faced in the last six months with having a full-time online business. Yeah, well, I think definitely wearing all the hats. So coming from a traditional job, you know, I was an IT guy, so I had a pretty specific job description. And when you're thrust into the online space as a solopreneur, all of a sudden you are marketing and sales and delivery and customer service and marketing, if I didn't say that already. And, you know, basically you're wearing all the hats. And so it's, it's a struggle to figure out how to manage all those. But I think a cool kind of strategic thing that people can do is, okay, which areas of those am I proficient at? Which ones am I terrible at? And then even early on, before you can afford to outsource, you know, think of what areas you stink at and maybe look at systematizing those a little bit because it is overwhelming to wear all the hats right out of the gate. Absolutely. And I think that's the big thing is like, I'm just not good in the little details. So like contracts, if I had to send them invoices, none of that would happen. And having Dubsado, that's been like huge for me, click up, just having those things in place. And then I came in knowing that money was going to be like managing finances was going to be like my number one priority to make sure that they were done correctly. And even though that's not something that I've like really excelled out before since I made it my focus. And I knew that that was something that has to happen in order to scale a business. That is something where I put my focus in and was able to, you know, like I'm now really good at that. And now we're at a point where we have a bookkeeper that does that, but knowing your numbers. So do you think there's anything that, you know, you weren't good at, but you found out you had to get good at to run a business? Yeah, I think to be honest, uh, the task management and click up, I've been, um, you know, Having done a lot of Facebook launches, you know, we can do this by memory, but when you get up to the 10 client threshold, you're going to let something slip through the cracks. So, you know, forcing myself to use ClickUp was an adjustment, but just as recent as this week, I've set 15 minutes in the morning to where I make sure the board is updated and then I operate off of it all during the day. And then the last 15 minutes of the day, I update ClickUp again. And it's, taken so much mental real estate like out of my brain because I know I have it updated and 
just forcing myself to get in the cadence of updating that single like central system where I know that is my marching orders for every day, every week of this job. It has taken a massive load off of me, like, and it's just freed up my mind. So that's something I forced myself to do, but I found great freedom in it. Absolutely. And I think that's one thing that if you're not using a project management, I teach that ClickUp, we'll link that up in the show notes, but Trello, Asana, any of those, as an online service provider, even if you only have one client right now, like get in the habit of using a project manager because if you don't, once you start to scale, it's really hard to get into the habit then. It's not impossible, but it is harder. So get those systems down now before you really explode and then it's way harder to get used to it. But I think that's definitely something I'm the same way. It's I have to force myself to get in there and work from that. So I make sure everything gets done. Okay. So what do you think has been the biggest learning lesson that you've had in the last six months? Gosh, there's so many. I think I've resisted a lot of the mindset talk because I really think it's, it's woo woo. Um, and, and some of it's a little extreme for me just based on my beliefs and, you know, some of that, but I've, I've learned that if you believe that you're not going to be able to do it or doubt it, it's kind of like walking or jogging a 5k through mud versus doing it on the asphalt. You know, you at least, I don't, I don't believe that, you know, if I believe I'm going to make $50,000 next month, it's going to happen. You know, that's the extreme stuff. But you need to believe in yourself and your ability to do it because otherwise it's like walking through mud versus walking, you know, on the concrete. It just slows you down. So, you know, I tell people, you know, have a little bit, little bit of faith, give yourself some grace in just kind of pursuing this and, you know, understand that, you know, us as humans, you know, we're, we're remarkable you know, creations and we can do amazing things if we set our mind to it. But don't forget to link arms with, you know, like-minded people. Make sure you have a support group to do it because it makes it that much easier. But yeah, mindset was a huge discovery for me. And just understanding that, okay, I, I have unique gifts. And, you know, although there's people further along the road than me, you know, I have the ability to do this and I can make this happen. So yeah, I would say that's one. Perfect. And I think that that's a big thing because we all have different beliefs and everything, but it does truly, no matter what you believe, it comes back to believing in yourself and what you're doing and working from that zone of genius and just doing the things that bring you joy. And so I love that you're discovering that and something that I'm still discovering as well. And I think no matter what point in our life we're at, we're probably all discovering how we can be better with our mindset. And so making that a focus, I love that. And I'm sure a lot of people that are listening are struggling with that as well. So awesome. Okay. So tell me, what do you think has been your biggest win? I think last month, just breaking the 5k barrier and, and exceeding the corporate salary. And again, it's not all about the numbers for me, but more, that was more a mental block. You know, like a year ago when I heard people saying they were making 10k a month in their business, that was just such a far off and abstract concept. And now it's not. And I know there's people who are listening who are where I was then, you know, kind of thinking, oh my gosh, I can never get to 10k. You absolutely can, you know, get some systems in place, join serve scale sore. I'm serious. Brandy didn't pay me to say that or anything, but the program is fantastic. You know, link up with like-minded people, get your systems in place, niche down, figure out who your people are, and then just go and work towards it. And you're going to see, you know, you're going to see the numbers climb and then drop back a little bit and climb. But if you keep at it, you can do it. 10 K it's a lot of money, but it's really not. The online space is so lucrative and there's such a need for, um, good quality service in the midst of gurus and, and bro marketers and some unfortunately dishonest people. There is such space for honest, good, hardworking people in, um, in this realm. 
and you will be rewarded financially. You know, somebody told me once, I don't know who the original quote is, but dollars are a certificate of appreciation. You give great service to people and they're going to pay you. And the internet allows you to do that at scale, which is awesome. And that's where the unlimited earning potential comes. Oh, I love that. That will have to be a quote on the show. I love that. That's so good. Thank you for that. I know that's going to resonate with a lot of people. And one thing that I have been sharing more and more is that when we hear someone hits those numbers, there's two types of people. There's people that either sit there and say, that can never happen to me, like good for them, but that can never happen to me. Or there's the people that say, wow, if they can do it, I can do it. And I truly believe that the difference between the people who aren't reaching their goals and the people that are, are based on how they look at other people's wins. And that's why every Wednesday we celebrate each and every single person's win in our community is because when you can learn to celebrate other people's wins and celebrate your own, that's when growth can happen. So if you're listening to this and you are sitting there saying, well, good for Greg, I can't do it, or good for Brandy, I can't do that, then it doesn't mean that you can never grow. It just means that there is some mindset work that needs to happen because the great thing is if one person does it, that means it's possible and we can all do it. So I love that you said that just like, it's not that, I mean, it's a lot of money, but it's not like once you hit it, you're like, oh, I can make more and that brings more options. And then once you hit 10K, I feel like the 15 and the 20, they just like come way easier. So breaking that barrier and then you're off. I love that. Okay, so I like to end with some rapid fire. It doesn't have to be one word, but it does have to be the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so what is the favorite part of your business? Just the relationships, generating leads for people, which is putting money in people's pockets. I love that. Okay, so what is your favorite software tool that you can't live without? This is hilarious, and nobody ever says it, but snag it where you can do quick screen captures. I use that to grab error messages off the screen, quick reports for clients. I use it for documentation. It's called Snagit and it is a lifesaver and it's cheap. Oh, I have never used that. I use full page screen capture, but that does the full screen. So we'll link up to Snagit and then I'm gonna be checking it out. I like that. Okay, so what is the best conference you've ever been to live or virtually? I haven't been to a ton. Um, I would say, uh, let's see, the ClickFunnels conference. I mean, I'm, I'm not really a hardcore ClickFunnels user, but um, I attended that last year in Nashville. The speakers alone were worth the price of admission, even if you didn't use the software. They just do it right. Oh, I love that. I've heard it's a good conference. Okay, so tell me, what is the best piece of business advice you've ever received? Gosh, that's a tough one. I'm just going to throw something generic out, and it just goes along with the mindset lesson. Just believe that you can do it. Like Brandy said a couple minutes ago, if you hear 10K and immediately say, there's no way, and take it from me, I'm, I'm that, you know, doubting Thomas, you know, that I'm that person who says, oh my gosh, that, that's a steep hill to climb. You know, get that out of your mind. I just challenge you as you're listening right now, say to yourself, I think I can do that, or I think I'm going to give that a try. I love that because I think it's easier for people to say, I I'm going to give that a try, then instantly flip the switch and be like, I'm going to hit 10K months because not everyone is like that. So I love that. And the last question, and I never tell anyone that I'm going to ask this, what is your favorite part of SurfScale Store? Well, the community is fantastic. Um, I'm in quite a few 
online groups and the amount of activity, number one, which is huge, um, but the support, the encouragement, and it's a fantastic course. Again, I don't get paid to say this, but um, it has revolutionized my business. And the day that I heard the podcast from Rick that you were on, I believe that that was kind of divine timing for me because from a system standpoint, from an efficiency standpoint and a growth standpoint, that moved the needle and changed the game for me. So I am grateful for that, Randy. Thank you. Ah, that's awesome. And we will link up the episode of Rick Mulready's The Art of Online Business, as it's now called. We will link up that episode in the show notes as well that I was on that Greg is referencing for you. So thank you so much for being on here. I feel like this was such a good talk. You're also going to be the first male on the Surf Scale Soar podcast. And so, and you are our designated Greg in the group. And so thank you so much for being on here. And just before we jump off, tell my listeners where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me at gregtosi.com and uh, you can see my offerings there and kind of what I'm up to. Um, I'm not super active on social as a, as a service provider, but uh, you can track me down if you need to. Perfect. And we will link all that up in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Oh my gosh, y'all. That was such an incredible episode. How much did you love listening to Greg's story? The love that he has for his family the way that he's able to be at home with his kids and his wife and be able to make smart financial decisions and run his business and have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh my gosh. I know so many of you, that is your dream. And I know that it was my dream. And so just listening to Greg, the little shifts that he made in order to make that happen. And I think the other reminder is that Greg had his business for three years part-time and then he was working corporate. And so this stuff doesn't happen overnight, but it can because soon as he made those shifts in five months from leaving his corporate job, he was able to over double his income and make smart financial decisions. And now they are living their dream life. And I love that. And so much of what Greg said is going to resonate with so many of you. Take a screenshot of this. Let me know your wins. I will share them with Greg. And if you are ready to join Greg inside the Serve Scale Soar membership, make sure to go to servescalesoar.com forward slash 10K, the number 10, the letter K, and check out my free training that Greg went through himself. And then that will give you all the information you need to know about scaling to consistent $10,000 months without hiring a team. So go out this week, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into that six figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.